Hey, hey, everyone. This is the Charisma Quotient. I'm your host, Kim Seltzer, a dating and makeover expert, where I will help you build confidence, make connections, and find love from the outside in. The lack of, or minimal, I should say, in-person human contact during this time might be leaving you stressed out and lonely. We are all profoundly social creatures, obviously, and at the root of most of your desires is a need to belong, to be accepted, to connect with others, and most important, to be loved. So when it is difficult to see people in person. It contributes to social isolation, unfortunately. But as I've said before, and I've said this numerous times, social distancing does not mean to be socially disconnected. Social and romantic romantic connectedness is just, they're all crucial for your emotional and physical well-being. And I argue that this could be a time where you become even more socially connected than ever before. Here's a new interesting study that actually backs up with what I am seeing with my clients who are thriving during this time. So if you tend to be shy, a little more left brain, you're more of an introvert, you have a hard time meeting and connecting with people, now is a time where you can feel even more connected. The most interesting fact about connection is that it's internal. Researchers agree that the benefits of connection are actually linked to your subjective sense of connection. In other words, if you feel connected to others on the inside, you will reap the benefits. Now, don't get me wrong. I mean, this does not replace physical connection, and that's extremely important. And ultimately, we all want that. That's the goal. But While you may not be able to control seeing people in the physical world, one thing you can take responsibility for is the state of your mind. And in the same way, it is possible to feel connected in a group of strangers, talking to people on dating apps, and joining virtual groups. We can actually foster, create, nurture, and build our internal sense of connection, even when we don't always have that physical connection. It just takes a little courage, creativity, oh, and yeah, a computer. (laughs) And you've heard me talk before. I highly encourage video dates as part of virtual dating. It's a great way to build connections, opportunities, and get a feel for someone before meeting. And it can also keep things going. There's a guy that I'm working with right now who... He's inherently shy, you know, and he came to me. He's like, Kim, I never progressed on dates. I'm, it's really hard for me to approach women. I just overall, I'm socially not that confident. And he really had a hard time asking women out. So we have been using video dates as part of his dating regimen to work on his approach, his conversation skills, his body language, his flirting techniques, all of it. And he he started out actually practicing with his text exchanges, right? And then we moved into the phone conversation and now he's getting really great at the video dates. In fact, he just told me that he is feeling more socially confident and connected than ever before and has been able to actually progress with women. So it's it's exciting to see some of these changes. There are a lot of ways to stay connected during social distancing, but number one, it's important to learn the different ways to do so. And number two, 
cultivating the skills you need to use once you're on them. And that's where I come in. But I have someone with me today who's going to talk about the latest virtual trends on staying connected. It's going to be a really interesting conversation. He is a serial entrepreneur and public company CEO. The Meet Group started out as a single brand, which he grew to over $30 million in revenue before merging with a public company in a $100 million deal. And since then, he has led the company to acquire four additional social apps. And in 2019, he forged a partnership with Match Group's Plenty of Fish to bring live streaming technology to their platform. He has won numerous awards, including Ernst & Young, Entrepreneur of the Year Award for the Philadelphia region. He is also a children's book author and a mentor at Princeton University's Keller Center. He began his entrepreneurial journey in school, founding SA Edge and Resume Edge from his Harvard dorm and sold it for millions of dollars at the age of 24. Oh my gosh, Jeff Cook, welcome. Are you there? Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yes, thank you for having me. Yeah, thanks for being here. It's so nice to have you on. This is a really like kind of different conversation, especially for my audience. But I'm I'm so interested. Obviously, you know a lot about technology and building businesses, but I, I wondered what your personal journey and attachment is that led you to your interest in technology and dating and social apps. Yeah, so I guess the, the journey that got me to um the, the current company was I had started uh, a side job back back at Harvard uh, in in '97 just to to avoid having to uh, you know work at the library, but that <laughs> that side job ended up you know yeah growing dramatically um, and then uh, ended up selling that to to a company shortly after I graduated, um, and so at, at that time I had been aware of uh, after that first merger. Had been aware of um, social networking. I was, you know, face. I was a early, very early Facebook user when Facebook was just at Harvard. It just struck me that social networking was going to be enormous, and that there would be multiple winners. That there would be um, social networks, not just for people that you might want to know, but for people, uh, or just not just for people that you know, but for people that you might want to know. And, and mm-hmm. so that's that's what really gave birth to the to the company. Um, and then, of course, that that eventually just starts to look like a dating network, but but maybe one more focused on being like the mobile version of the bar, or the coffee house, and, and, and less so, less just about like finding a date for the weekend. Right, right. It's so interesting, and you know, I I've seen the evolution just being in this business for so long of you know using technology to connect, and you're right, like there's. It's it's such a booming thing right now, but also I think it's just the way that people are using it too is different. Like, have you noticed a change in how people are dating just overall and using the technology? Absolutely. So, um, you know, we we got into live streaming video in um, 2016, mm-hmm. and at the time, it was pretty early uh, to get into live streaming, especially with respect to dating. Um, but it, it has grown, you know, quite a bit since then. But, but with this uh, pandemic, you know, in you know, re- really in, in March, um, we've seen uh, like a forty to fifty percent increase in in total time spent in our video function, as well as you know increases in in revenue. And so, basically, people are 
because they can't um, meet in person, they're looking for connection in other ways. And and live streaming video is extremely rich because it, you know, it, it's so much more than a profile. Um, you actually get the sense a sense of somebody's personality. Um, it, it's just a medium mm-hmm. that really speaks to people at this particular time. And so, um, you know, that 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 has now become you know the by far the the most important aspect of our business. Yeah, I wondered, and this is just like a personal question: like, did you ever use it when you were like dating early on? <laughs> like, have you have you actually used it yourself? No. So um, I I married my uh, my high school sweetheart. Essentially, Aww. essentially never dated him. <laughs> so you didn't have to go through all of that. The thing, and no, and it's such a different world now. And what I'm saying to a lot of people too is is that what's kind of nice is that you have an opportunity to meet way more people than you did, you know, back in our day when you just kind of had like, yeah, like either your school or your community. But with that, the challenges are then becoming like, how do you navigate it? Right. And so without it becoming, you know, like what the what's next kind of, you know, thing that happens with people. It's like, well, you know, this person, I don't like the way they look. So next, you know, but here's the thing I'm finding about this, the video streaming in particular is that it's allowing people to actually slow down, you know, so that they are looking at body language. They are looking at first impressions and and how to connect in a conversation in a video is way different than just swiping right and left. Yeah, well, you know what? An example of this. So, you know, we 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 put out a lot of different types of video um, dating capabilities. We have a live streaming platform, and 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 we basically create these mini games to allow everybody to be the star of their own dating show. Oh, cool! And we had one, and and continue to have one called um, Next Date, which which is you know everybody can queue up for for a particular to, to date you know a particular streamer, and if both sides click the date button. Um, then, you know, um, it's a match and, and you can, you can contact each other more afterwards. And meanwhile, there's an audience, other people are actually watching this date in process. Um, and what, what was interesting was as soon as we, um, you know, we, we found some, something on the order of like 20% of all, of all people were, were, were a match. Uh-huh. But when we added a little tweak where, uh, we allowed, um, instead of showing you who wanted to date you, we blur their screen for the first, you know, 50, 60 seconds uh-huh. and force you to basically have a conversation with someone without knowing what they look like. And only after um, you decide whether and they get inc- increasingly more visible and only after you decide to date them, are they revealed that nearly doubled the, the amount of dates. Um, so, you know, huh. video allows you to not just focus on the very superficial made up, you know, profile photo that people have, you know, curated and cultivated and, you know, so much so that it probably doesn't even look like, you know, you can't trust it looks like the person. Mm-hmm. Um, video allows you to kind of get a sense of a person's sense of humor, personality, connection, and so much so that then when you see them, you might find them more attractive than if you had just seen them first. 
Yeah. See, and that's what a lot of people are worried about. There's, they're like, oh, you know, people aren't the same on camera than they are in person. But have you seen any statistics in the success rate of when people do a video date and then move on to like a physical, a real date, so to speak, like what the success rate is? We don't have a good sense of that. That's a very good question. You know, we do see on our apps, like we facilitate about one meeting every second. So we have somewhere around 15 million monthly users. And, you know, based on our surveys, we, we believe that we're, we have that many meetings. So like um, 80 plus thousand meetings, you know, happening um, uh, a day. Now, at the same time, that that is prior to the, of course, the pandemic. And so Right now, I think that the way people are using video is as a substitute for meeting in real life. But I think what is going to happen is that people are going to increasingly um, see video not as a substitute um, as you know life opens up again, but as uh, a filter. Right? Yes. So you're not going to want to chance. You're not going to want to go talk to somebody um, at at the bar or at the coffee house. Um, simply because, uh, you know, you connected and you swiped, you know, the same way on each other, that that's going to feel like a very shallow, um, you're going to want to have some more connection before that. You know, that is a really good point. And this is something that I'm finding fascinating is I'm really an advocate for, you know, video dates beforehand. And even before this pandemic happened, I always recommended it because, it's allowing people to slow down and really get to know somebody without the shiny object effect. Do you know what I mean by that? Like a lot of times when people were just going out on dates, what I was finding is they were distracted with what is real. And so they get dressed up, they go out, they have a lot of drinks, and then they're not really focused on, you know, the conversation, the the person that's in front of them. And so I feel like the video streaming allows you to almost not, you know, distract yourself from what's real. And because of that, the emotional connections are building a lot stronger. Yeah, I think I think that's right. You know, I think mm-hmm. I think a lot of people are taking this time to um, have a lot of these video connections. And, you know, I think when 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 things are, are more open and people are actually actually meeting again, like y- y- there's just a, re- a reality that, of course, you could be disappointed by your video date, but you're much more likely to be disappointed by someone you haven't video chatted with. Right. So, yeah, it's not a question of either or this is a question of probabilities. Right. And so, exactly. um, you know, if you go back and forth in text based chat and photo, you, you only have the most stilted possible you know, sense of who a person is. If you add video to that, well, you, now you've enriched it. Um, and of course, that doesn't mean that you, you're not going to be disappointed. Um, it just reduces the probability. Right. You're going from 2D to 3D and then hopefully to real life. <laughs> Although maybe in the future, exactly. maybe this will be next on your list is like a hologram. Oh my God. Can you imagine? Yeah. Yeah. Like the <laughs> upload. I don't know if you watched that series. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, totally. I did. It's crazy, but I could almost see something like that. Well, beyond that though, it's, it's fascinating. So I'm doing these virtual flirt workshops and who knows, maybe we could do it with your app. It, it's been so interesting and awesome at the same time because, you know, flirting is something that's really daunting for a lot of people. And they, what 
people are saying and they're finding is that when they practice it in the safety of their home, so to speak, with people on a screen, they're, it, it's building their confidence. And so just even the mere fact of using video conferencing or dates as ways of practicing some of the skills that were lacking in the first place, that I also think it's a tool for that. I think that's right. I think the more people you interact with, yeah. you, you just get more natural at being able to, yes. to do it. And and what's what's interesting about the speed dating, so so you know, the reason we got the speed dating and the way that we do it, which is these little mini games, blind date and next date, mm-hmm. is we found that, you know, people it is daunting. The the ability to to want to go on a video and and talk to other people. You know, that that's something that like one or two percent of, of the audience might want to do at any given time. Um, mm-hmm. But if you instead ask the question, well, how many people will want, want to watch those videos? That's something more like 30, you know, 35. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and so, um, and so we, we basically said, well, what if we made speed dating public? And what's interesting is then you get a sense like if you're watching someone that you're interested in interact mm-hmm. with someone else, you get a sense of them from those other questions. And then you can you know, you can jump in and, 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 you know, if you want to take your shot or not. And so um, it, it, it's it's really interesting to see kind of this public speed dating kind of really come into its own. But to your point, you know, by by having this, this public speed dating, you're getting many really quick interactions with other personalities that could help you in the real world. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, again, I, I always equate it to building muscle, right? It's like going to the gym and, you know, what this is a tool so that you can start building muscles like your social muscle and connectedness so that you do feel even stronger than you did before when you are meeting people. And I'm seeing this like over and over again with my clients. And it's, it's, so it's, it's a really beautiful thing that you're helping people with, you know, like technology. I think that's often, especially on shows like this is overlooked as ways of like a tool for helping people. And I really believe that, like, do you, do you know, or is there any talk about what the future of live streaming and dating will be? Well, you know, it's a good question. You know, we, we almost feel like, um, given how hot it is right now, yeah. that when people can see each other more, like it'll probably come down a little bit at first, um, but probably still well above, you know, where it had been prior to the pandemic. Because what, what's happened is that people have gotten more comfortable with this medium and putting themselves out there. And that's, you know, that's dramatically changed. Um, mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, I think that, you know, I, I would, I would expect that live streaming and dating, you know, is just absolutely, um, here, here, here to stay. I would say one thing that we're work, working on right now is this, um, so much has been about just adding video simply because people can't meet in, in real life. Mm-hmm. Now, as, as, as society starts to open up, we are thinking more about what kind of ways can we do to blend video into the real world dating and kind of an example of this later this summer um, and assuming society continues to open we're going to take these dating games that i mentioned next date blind date and we're going to have uh, a probably a, a weekly event could be a nightly event but at least starting off with a weekly event where if you've dated if you met if you matched basically two people click date on each other tap date on each other um, we'll actually buy you a drink <laughs> so we'll, oh. we'll give you a gift card to Starbucks or, you know, or any number of other 
uh, outlets. Um, and, um, you know, you can go meet up and, and actually connect. And so we see, and that's getting to my point of like, this is a filter. Um, like, yeah. why don't you, you know, date and before you just run and, and, and meet someone, why don't you actually talk to them first? And that will help you determine who, who you want to meet. Well, what's good about that too, is that like a lot of my clients, and people that I work with, they don't know what to say or how, how to approach or start a conversation. And so having this gives them kind of a starting point and a tool at which they can, you know, enter a conversation or approach somebody. It's kind of like going back to the old days where guys used to ask girls how to dance, <laughs> you know, like across the way. And so that, that this is where I think technology and the real world are meeting. And I think when used in the right way is a beautiful thing, but without coaching and direction, that could be hard. So I'm just saying there should be some kind of coaching with this too, because <laughs> then people are just after they like buy each other the drink or what have you, it's like, then what kind of thing? Yeah. And, and I would say, you know, other things that we're looking at is like other formats, you know, could you yeah. do dating in a, in a group video format like is there ah. can you do chats around like topics that, that might interest you and start meeting people around topics but in a live streaming environment yes yes it's giving people starting points and then seeing like you know how they can progress in it and i think with that gives a lot of people confidence um have you heard of any challenges people are having around using it or things that like stop them well, a lot of people, you know, are, are stopped by simply the, the concept of putting themselves out there. Like, yeah. they, they, they've spent all this time curating their photo, picking the right ones, and, like, they don't know what to do. Like, and, and sometimes there'll be a mismatch where, like, the, for example, often the, the, the female will, will dress up for a live stream. And then be disappointed when the male is like in, in, in sweats and in a t-shirt. Oh my God. Right? Don't even and get so, me started. Yeah. You know, <laughs> so it's, it's yeah. like the, the, that first impression uh, mm -hmm. some people take you know, very seriously and other people interpret it as, well, you know what, this medium allows you to, to be more casual. Right. And so um, sometimes you have a mismatch um, on, on expectations there. If you think of it as a good first impression, like, you know, try to be re reasonably presentable. The fact that it, of the matter, though, is that it, it is more casual. So, you know, I wouldn't say, you know, you'd have to go put on something that you wear to a club, um, but, you know, look like you, you know, you didn't just wake up. Well, yeah. And I would even argue about that because being an image consultant, obviously this is the big thing of what I do with people is helping them with their first impressions and confidence. And, you know, there's a lot of research out there that says you will perform better. You will actually have a better date when you dress the part. Now to your point, you only really have to dress from the waist up. So that is a good thing. <laughs> you know, you could have your sweatpants on. I've seen, you know, like funny videos with guys in their underwear still like from the waist down, like, you know, at least it's just like a frame that you have to work with, but dressing up and practicing some of this stuff in ways of first impression on a video, I also see as a benefit of the video streaming, because I think there's some people who didn't care about how they looked or their first impressions, even, you know, in the physical world, so to speak. So yeah. 
right? Yeah, no, I, I agree a hundred percent. I agree a hundred percent with that. It, it, it is always better to make a good first impression and it will, you will get more results. I guess my only point would be, um, you know, you wouldn't, if that becomes a hardship and yeah. you're now not doing it simply because you're wearing this or that dress or you think you have bad hair, that you miss a hundred percent of the chances you take out. Yes. And right. And there's a lot of fears, I think, around that sometimes and, and an excuse like, oh, well, I don't have anything to wear or forget it or that guy, you know, that's superficial or that kind of thing. So again, it's like an opportunity to really look at some of this stuff and what can you do to get past it. And again, these kind of platforms that you're talking about are perfect tools to do that. So, well, this has been super like interesting. It's a, definitely a different conversation. And I, I really feel like it should give people hope. I, I know that a lot of like the older generation, for instance, finds some of the video st- stuff daunting. Are there any um, tips that you would have for the, like the generation that's not growing up with technology so much and how easy your platforms are to use? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's very simple. It's literally as you know easy as pressing a button on your phone um, and, you know, we see that, you know, the re- reaction among users is, is really good across this, the age spectrum. And so while it is true that a higher penetration of users 18 to 45 live stream, we do see it, you know, 45 plus as well. Um, and often, you know, successfully. I actually think it could help people with their confidence too. And it's like anything, like we were saying before, once, once you learn it and you practice it, I think you most people will find that it'll build their confidence with, you know, just interacting and dating in this, you know, virtual world. So Jeff, thank you so much for your knowledge and and coming on and sharing just like what, what we can all expect in the new world and your platform sounds amazing. Um, can you let everybody know again, just how to to find it, access it, and, and any other things that you're working on? Yeah, we have a number of different apps, uh, all enabled with live streaming video. Uh, Meet Me, M-E-E-T-M-E, is uh, one of our biggest apps. That's on, on iPhone and Android. We also have Tagged, T-A-G-G-E-D. That's um, our African-American community. Um, and then our, we have a gay dating app with live video as well called Growler. Cool. That's awesome. Well, Jeff, this has been such a pleasure and an honor to have you on. And again, thanks for joining me. This has been the Charisma Quotient, and I'm your host, of course, Kimmy Seltzer. Remember, you can build confidence, make connections, and find love from the outside in. And make sure you go to my site, KimmySeltzer.com, K-I-M-M-Y Seltzer. And if you're feeling disconnected and socially isolated and looking to know what to do and where to go from here, definitely click on the link you see in the show description for a free breakthrough call so I can help map it out. So again, it's one thing to swipe. It's another to make a connection. And it all starts with a call. Stay tuned until next week with more tips on how to feel and look fabulous every day. 